This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Get you updated on your morning headlines. A breakthrough to report in a Beaumont murder investigation. Not an arrest just yet, but an ID of the victim. Police credit family members with providing information that helped them identify a body as that of 34-year-old Enrique Martinez Juarez. Officers found his body Monday night lying in a ditch in the 2100 block of Tyler Street. That's in North Beaumont, south of Lucas and west of Magnolia. Investigators say he had no identification on him when they discovered his body at about 945 Monday night. Detectives are in the early stages of the investigation. Juarez has a number of tattoos on his arms and police say that helped the family identify him. According to investigators, his family lives in Mexico and they were able to see the images of the tattoos and confirm his ID. They're very thankful to everyone who shared the pictures. Police say they realize the images may have been disturbing to some, but detectives believe it was important to release the pictures to the public without showing his body to help identify Juarez and find his killer. If you have information about who killed him or any details that might help police in their investigation, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. Operators won't ask for your name and you could earn a cash reward. Detectives are following several leads in Liberty County's latest homicide. The victim, a 16-year-old girl. She was just left on the roadside between the ditch and the surface of the road itself. The crime scene ruled Liberty County. Law enforcement looking for evidence trying to figure out how a 16-year-old who left work Saturday night at Nico's in Houston ended up shot to death here. The Liberty County Sheriff's Office isn't releasing her name because she's a juvenile. Her friends say she's from Central America. They said she was not going to school but was living and working in Houston and described her as a hard worker. Liberty County only sees a few murders a year, but the area where she was found caught law enforcement's attention before. We have had some instances up there of other shootings, uh, of murder and so forth, so it is an active part of the county. The 16-year-old's body was found just east of Plum Grove and a growing part of the county where there are no businesses with cameras for miles. The multi-county Crime Stoppers number is 1-800-392-STOP. One teen is in custody this morning and police are seeking three others on aggravated robbery charges. After two young people were carjacked at a Walmart, they were pulled from their Dodge Charger in Seguin and the car is, was ditched 250 miles away in Port Arthur. Port Arthur police are asking for help in finding these three suspects. They're looking for 17-year-old Jaquez Turner, 18-year-old Chase Sheeran and 19-year-old Caden Sheeran. Police arrested another suspect, a 17-year-old, earlier yesterday. These surveillance pics are from Seguin Police Department. They're accused of pulling a 16-year-old driver and his 15-year-old female passenger out of their Dodge Charger at the Walmart in Seguin Monday night, assaulting the driver and then stealing his car. Police recovered the car in Port Arthur. All of the aggravated robbery warrants are out of the Seguin area. The Southeast Texas Auto Theft Task Force believes a group of car burglars is responsible for a string of break-ins in August. The task force says at least 50 cars were burglarized and a few even stolen in the span of three days. Mental Styles has the details. Burglars breaking into a car on a Southeast Texas summer night. The Southeast Texas Auto Task Force believes one crew single-handedly committed more than 50 auto burglaries in a span of three days. Detective Kane Dean says these criminals 
have their favorite places. Apartment complexes, uh, malls, uh, retail stores. Um, they're not going to go to your businesses. Um, believe it or not, restaurants at lunchtime, hotels. Now, Detective Dean describes the type of situations the criminals are looking for. Opportunity. Any opportunity they have. That's what these people prey on. Um, they're not worried about walking up to a vehicle, looking in the window and flashing a light in the vehicle. There are different types of car burglars. You have your groups that, that pull on the door handles to make sure they're unlocked. And then you have guys that they're there, they're not going to stop to touch the door handle, they're going to just knock the window out. Then you have those that they're, okay, I'm going to look first, and if I see something in there, I'm going to check the door then. If the door's open, if not, if it's something worth breaking the window, am I going to make noise? Do I have to break it and walk off? One simple prevention, don't leave anything important in your car. Well, you stress that is more important. I mean, if it's valuable to you, why would you leave it in the car? Detective Dean stresses taking your weapon out of your car. You made the conscious effort of, you know, okay, I'm going to carry a weapon, protection myself and my family, I'm going to carry it in my car. Well, you're just going to leave it in a console? Detective Dean says that car burglaries are low right now. But these crimes come in waves, so you always want to be alert. Now remember, when you leave your car for the night or even when you run into the gas station for a few minutes, take your keys with you and lock your car. Don't leave any valuables inside. The DEA in our division sends the seventh and final member of a synthetic drug ring to prison. This case starts in 2015 at a smoke shop in Laredo. The DEA learned a nationwide mail order business supplied the smoke shop with illegal synthetic cannabinoid products. Sometimes called fake pot or spice, it mimics marijuana but can have life-threatening consequences. Call takers in several states received order requests for the products. Authorities tracked payments from multiple retail smoke shops throughout the country. Financial records showed that from February 2012 through 2019, the network received over 15.4 million in illicit proceeds. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody, from the KFTM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell here as a look at your forecast for Thursday, September the 8th, 2022. During the day Wednesday, everything kind of played out exactly as we thought. Some late afternoon showers and thunderstorms developed. A couple of spots saw over an inch of rain. Others saw a little bit of small hail. And areas uh, with some 40 to 50 mile an hour gusts as some of those storms moved through parts of Newton and Orange County late yesterday afternoon. Even saw some storms around Beaumont and down into Mid-County. For the most part today, things will stay a bit quieter. We'll look for only about a 20% coverage of showers. Northeasterly flow really bringing in some drier air, so the rain chances should be fairly limited across southeast Texas. We'll see temperatures this morning in the upper 60s to lower 70s across most of the area, and we'll work our way into the upper 80s and lower 90s as we head throughout the afternoon. Winds will be out of the northeast today, and they'll average out to about 13 miles an hour. As we look forward to the weekend, starting on Friday, we'll see a partly to mostly sunny sky, but that's after most of southeast Texas bottoms out with temperatures in the upper 60s. We'll see temperatures generally around 90 degrees area-wide on Friday afternoon. And then for the weekend, overall pretty quiet. We do have to watch for maybe a couple of very isolated showers on Saturday. Otherwise, a north-to-northwesterly flow is going to kick in, and that's going to keep things pretty quiet across the area. And that trend will continue 
right through the early part of next week. Looks like we'll see mostly sunny skies probably for Sunday and Monday before seeing an uptick in moisture as we head towards the second half of next week. Looking at Thursday, Friday on into next weekend for maybe a little bit more moisture to return and that could bring back the possibility of showers. But at this point, the next seven days, looks like we are going to see quite a bit of drying potential here across southeast Texas. Talking about the tropics now, we'll look at the Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean where everything remains fairly quiet as we push towards the first full weekend. Well, actually, it's not the first full weekend, but the middle part of uh, September, and it looks like things in the Gulf and the Caribbean will stay quiet for the next 7 to 10 days, so some good news there. We continue to watch Hurricane Earl. It is, again, out into the open Atlantic, just to the east of Bermuda, and that is going to continue to work its way northeastward. Right now, a Category 2 hurricane, but forecast to become as strong as a Category 4 as it continues to move off towards the northeast. Danielle, now a tropical storm, will continue to weaken over the next couple of days. And we're watching a wave uh, about 1,000 miles or so west of the Cape Verde Islands. This now has a 70% chance to become a depression over the next five days. But again, moving into some less conducive waters, so strengthening is not exactly forecast. In the meantime, recapping your forecast for this Thursday, a little bit drier today with less rain chances. We'll see highs in the upper 80s to around 90 degrees with a northeast wind that averages out to about 13 miles an hour. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kftm.com. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.